Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Matt and myself, we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, buddy? How are you this week? Mark, I'm excited. How are you? You're excited. <laughs> I'm doing well. What are, what are you excited about, my friend? Well, hey, we just had the first day of summer. Um, officially, you know, yeah. Officially. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've been getting a lot of sunshine up here, very little clouds. We had a storm roll through here, but uh, it wasn't as bad as was predicted. So, uh-huh. you know, I thrive on sunshine and Michigan weather. So yeah. I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about our topics today just because I've been able to help people recently, uh Handle some of this. Handle stuff. some of this stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So our main topic today we're going to get into is some easy fixes to manage your spending, uh, manage the monthly spending. And I want to, of course, I want to mention at the time we're taping this podcast, as Matt just mentioned, it's late June, and this will be actually airing around the first uh, week or so of uh, well, around the first week of Fourth of July or the July, excuse me. So happy Fourth of July to everybody who happens to catch this. So happy we, pre- yeah, be safe uh, and all those good things, but also enjoy yourself. And when you're talking about monthly expenditures, you know, things like a July party, like a barbecue, you know, that can be, that might fall into that flexible side, right? So we're going to talk about fixed versus flexible, things of that nature. So Matt, kick us off. What are some easy fixes for dealing with monthly spending? Well, I like this topic. When it comes to success in investing and retirement and kind of like developing your plan, you have to really get good control of your monthly expenses. Right. We talked about this a couple of uh, podcasts ago. And um, one of the things was just handling, getting a good handle on our expenses. Really what it does is for us is it gives us confidence in progressing to that next month, to progressing to the next five to 10 years, to, to actually lining up or creating a financial plan for our retirement. So easy fixes to our monthly spending. So what we want to talk about today is just those simple things that, hey, people let get out of control mm-hmm, right. that are easy to control and It'll help you. It'll save you money. It'll help you advance financially, and it'll help you really gain some more confidence in your in your overall plan and in your future plan. So, some of those things um, we have expenses, as you mentioned, they fall into two categories. Right. First is fixed expenses, and the fixed expenses are those those expenses that we have to the stuff we put can't do without, into. right? Electricity, yeah. you know. Food. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So we take a look at your monthly cash flow, and if you if you want to, you know follow along with us or want to want to supplement to this podcast we have a financial ex- planning expense worksheet that I can send to you so just give us a call or let us know that you would like one but those fixed expenses are the ones again that they happen every month in month out there's really not a way to reduce those or there may be a way to reduce them but but you can't necessarily eliminate them so f- some fixed expenses are like taxes we have income coming in if you're working still, you have to pay the government to the tax to help support that big old government we have. And um, so that's one of those fixed expenses we can't get rid of. So we, we we plan that in. A lot of times if you have a mortgage, you're buying a house, or if you're renting, that rent or mortgage payment is a fixed expense. If you don't pay it, you're going to be home homeless, and nobody wants to see that. So, right. so those are the kind of things that month in month out we have to pay. One of the expenses could be a flexible expense. That's something like going out to eat. Okay. We do that when we have disposable income, disposable over and above the income that we need to cover our fixed expenses. So 
A flexible expense is one where we can gain a lot of ground. What I find when we when we work with people is there's, you know, the overall, the businesses out there are on the hunt for your money. They want to get you to spend your money with them so they can make the money. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody's got to make a living, right. Goods and services, right? Right. But one of the tricky ways is, you know, just working with somebody talking about this is, hey, I bought this mattress on a 0% for, you know, 36 months. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. You got this 0%. And if you do this once in a while, no big deal. But she had a 0% on a mattress. They had a no interest, no payments for so long on a Best Buy, you know, computer. They had some other expenses that were, you know, positioned out there. So gotcha. those aren't all bad. Or if In moderation this, though, right? Zero, same as cash. Home Depot does this all the time with carpet. Sure, and, yeah. And, you know, just different different things. But what happens is if you get a lot of these, right. all of a sudden you have a lot of minimum monthly payments. And if you miss one, oops, that yeah. happens. Now all of a sudden, either if you miss a payment, they can take all this accumulated interest and bill you for it. And oh, that's, yeah. where, these, that's where these lines of credit or the credit card companies that do the 0%, they really make out because chances are in 36 months, you're going to miss a payment or be late. And yeah, then they can right. they can add all that interest up until that date that you were late. If you miss the payoff, if you've got 0% for 36 months and you don't pay the final bill, at the very end, the very last payment, if that doesn't get paid off in time. It, it all get, comes back, yeah. The interest for all three years yeah. ends up coming back on you. By contract, you can't get rid of that. So that's a little oops or a little mistake that a lot of people tend to make. And it's unnecessary in a lot of times. A lot of times people have the the cash. Right. So, well, and it's like you said, it's in moderation too, right? So every now and again, if you want to take advantage of something like that, that's probably fine. But just don't yep. get so many that you, you get overwhelmed. Yeah, because if I got $50 on this one and 100 on that one, and all of a sudden this one's now going to be $75 a month, and that one's $100 a month, you got three, 400 bucks a month that you have to keep shelling out to these companies. So if you can pay off something, even just one of them, pay it off. Pay it off with cash. And then, as my advice would be, don't get swayed by the 0% interest, okay? If you don't have the cash to buy it, don't buy it. Just save up money. You're better off saving up for that expense because then there's guaranteed no way you're going to pay somebody 20% interest on your money if you have the cash to pay it today. So pay in cash, and that's an easy fix to your monthly spending on those little installment debts. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we do get into that, you know, and we were, as you mentioned earlier, you know, on our last podcast, the prior one to this, go check that out, folks, if you need to, it's four milestones that say you're ready for retirement. And I want to kind of bring this around to that conversation a bit again, Matt. So if we're trying to have, you know, keep our monthly spending under control, well, we need to keep it under control if we're planning on heading into retirement, especially for those folks who come in to sit down with you for the first time and say, hey, you know, am I eligible? Am I ready to get to retirement? One of those places you really have to have those conversations, I imagine, is always around that monthly spending. Well, here's here's something you're doing way too much of or whatever the case might be, right? Oh, absolutely. So just as if you're if you got a couple and they're, you know, you have your monthly income, how do we retire? Like, how do we do that? Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to do this monthly expense plan. How much do we need in order to retire? So if you're going to live in the house that you're currently in, great. We have a really good idea or handle on our expenses, but things that are flexible are like, how much do we run the air conditioner or, or the heat? 
that's to be determined in the future. And, right. and those, those bills aren't necessarily all that predictable. We can usually arrange or you can get on a fixed income payment with like our, your local utility company to kind of help manage that. But there's certain additional other things. And unless you know what you need month by month in order to live, how much are we spending on groceries? How much do we spend on household supplies? How much do we spend going out to eat? How much do we spend on clothing and dry cleaning and makeup and, you know, those kind of things? How much do we give to our house of worship or other charities? What about vacation, holidays, kids or grandkids? Are we spending, are we giving monthly gifts or birthday gifts, Christmas gifts? So having a budget, you know, makes a lot of sense. Sure. You know, one of those things where things get kind of out of control too, I've seen it is if you're a especially seniors. I don't know why they do this, but charities and companies, you know, the disabled veterans, stuff, the local police fundraiser, firefighters. Yeah. All the different things that'll call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once you give, they kind of get your number. Oh yeah. Like, okay, they're calling you back. I always say, you know, I get these phone calls myself and it's like, would you like to donate to the fraternal order of police? No, I give to my local police. Okay. Well, would you like to make a donation? Well, these companies, if you if you realize what they're doing, they get paid to solicit money right, for your right. local police. How much of it actually goes to your local community? Not a ton. Probably the soliciting company makes a good portion, probably 25% of yeah. what you're giving. So I support my local police. I pay my taxes, right? But if they want to do something extra or additional, just go out and plan to give locally. Go down to your local police department and give them something versus going through an over the phone. Don't get persuaded. You know, a lot of people feel guilty if they don't give when somebody's raising funds or they can put you on a guilt trip. So, Oh yeah, for sure. My, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's okay to want to give and it's okay to do charitable things. Absolutely. As part of a, for seniors and retirees and, and, but just make sure that you're again, to your point, Matt, not getting kind of suckered into everything that comes down the pike, you know, have a plan for that stuff. Yeah. And so if you're easily suckered into giving to every charity that calls you, here's an easy fix to that. And this is an easy fix to your monthly spending. Okay. Just plan out your budget at the beginning of the year and say, I'm going to give $3,000 this year and it's going to go to these various organizations. Right. And do it once per year. And so if you get that phone call, say, I'm sorry, I've already, I've already determined done it, yeah. my gifts for the year. But if you want to send me something, I might consider you next year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And a lot of them won't do that but you'll get them off the phone and you don't have any guilt trips because you already plan in advance your monthly giving or your annual gift amount. And then you divide it between who's going to get those gifts. Okay. That so there's a couple of good be, ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that I'm always persuaded is the kid that has a lemonade stand, the little local <laughs> entrepreneur, I always give to them because yeah. they are like, I want them to have that free, that sense of determination and success Hey, if I work hard, if I run my business, people will give. And so, so you have disposable money. Free, and, free and enterprise, give, man. Free enterprise. <laughs> I'll buy two cups. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> just, just uh, know that what you're doing is working. That's a, a little entrepreneur. And I love, love that American spirit. Right. But um, I always give to that. But these pre-programmed or, or these telephones, yeah, don't be emotionally tied in. Pre-plan your giving. And then you won't fall into the trap of over-giving or getting you know, short on So there's a couple. So there is the, you know, be careful of these taking advantage of these zero interest things. You know, don't get yourself uh, too far into revolving credit, you know, watch those spending habits, watch some of the charitables, any other quick fixes that we might can share with folks? Yeah. So this comes from personal experience, but you know, you give 
credit cards. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we tend to want to get these bonus points and maybe not so much me, but you know, another person in my household has, um, (laughs) gets persuaded. The flyer points. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's, there's uh, bonus points for this company and bonus points for that company. And it's like, I had to have that conversation too. It's like, don't spend on six different cards to get bonus points with all these carriers. Cause again, you get behind the eight ball in yep. your monthly payments to get, pay them off. So just use one, pick one, your favorite one, the one that's going to give you either hotel points where you if you travel a lot or Hey, you want to, you got a trip coming up and you want to have uh, that anniversary paid for. Maybe you get mile airline miles or hotel points. So consolidate those and just use one card yep. and pay it off every month. Don't carry a balance. Cause those balances are, can add up to hundreds of dollars a month in excess. If you can't find money in your monthly budget, give us a call. I had somebody who uh, says, I don't know where our money goes. We make good money. Just, I don't know where it all goes. Well, I looked at their credit card bill. Yeah. Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) They they got a favorite restaurant. Okay. Literally $500 in one month to Outback. And I'm like, there's your money. It's going up in steak. (laughs) So having one card can be good because it can help you if you review it every month, you can review where your money is going. And then if you don't have four cards, then it gets hard to watch where all my transactions or if I have a subscription I forgot about that they annually rebill me. That just happened with me on a professional level. We had something that I tried out. Well, they annually rebuild my credit card without my permission. It's just like, oh, well, you know, we just automatically re-signed up. We changed companies. So I'm like, I didn't sign up for that $500 renewal. So it was it was a big one. So that's one is consolidate those credit cards, get into, if you're going to use one, which I don't always recommend, try to use debit card or cash. But if you do use a credit card for points or something, pay it off every month, set it up on auto pay. That way you don't miss the payment and have those, as I mentioned, those kind of, it's a penalty, right, or it's right. interest expenses you're paying unnecessarily. Okay. So, so easy, some easy things, right? I mean, it's easy to, it's also easy to fall into these traps, but they're also pretty easily, easily remedied. And I like your idea uh, as earlier about the um, kind of the worksheet that you guys have. And if folks, again, if you want to reach out and you want to ask for one of those to kind of help you through that, Matt will be happy to send you one. Just let them know. Just uh, shoot them an email at Matt at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions.com. That's Matt at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions.com. Anything else before we go this week? Yep. The final thing, and this is good to do every two to three years. Okay. Review your home and auto insurance policies. These are expenses that, believe it or not, can be very flexible. There's recent changes come taking place this July in the auto insurance area as well. And in Michigan, there's a you know personal injury protection that you're going to have to address. But what you need to do is definitely review home and auto insurance. A lot of times if you combine those, with if you work with a independent agent or even a captive company, you're reviewing with those agents and there's a multi-policy discount often available. So if I have my homeowner's insurance and my auto together, that can benefit me by putting them together. Also, if you have anything more than your personal residence, like a rental house, or if I have a timeshare or something like that, definitely investigate owning an umbrella liability policy. Or if you have kids, have an umbrella liability that goes over and above your home or an auto liability coverages, but it protects you. And it's almost like having a defense legal team ready to pounce because, you know, the insurance company, if you get a judgment against you for $2 million and you have $300,000 in coverage for liability, having an extra million 
the insurance company is definitely going to go to bat to defend and protect having to pay out 1.3 million versus right, right. 300,000. So there's a good reason to have it, but definitely check your insurances and monitor and check these every two to three years, because oftentimes you'll be able to save money in your monthly budget just by getting a requoted and a competitive quote. All right. There you go. Folks. That's it. There you go. A few good, easy ways to fix our monthly spending to kind of curtail some things. Uh, whether you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, these are some good things to ponder. So if you've got questions or concerns, as usual, as we say all here on Mondays with Matt, just reach out to Matt and let him know. Again, you can contact him and ask him about that worksheet if you'd like to uh, use that for yourself at 989-401-2949, 989-401-2949, or go to Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Solutions.com. While you're there, hit the podcast page and subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose. We'd certainly would appreciate it. And with that, I think that's going to do it for this week, my friend. Thank you so much for your time, as always, on Mondays with Matt. I hope you have a great week and continue to enjoy the sunshine, my friend. Thank you, Mark. And uh, everybody have a safe and happy uh, 4th of July. Celebrate safely. There you go. Safely and responsibly, but enjoy yourself for sure. And we will see you next time here on Mondays with Matt, with Matthew Starkey, Investment Advisor Representative and the President at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. We'll see you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.